passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. First one up, is Kyle Hamilton's injury impacting his play coming back? And I think that that's a better question suited for Cordell, who gets to go see the guys out there practicing. I know that he did he was out there on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he was out there Wednesday. Uh, I thought he was moving pretty well. He does have a slight limp to him. He, he has a slight limp to him, but um, I, I watched him run around a little bit. He, he seemed to do well. Um, he's one of those guys. We're starting to see quite a few of these players who ha- are like somewhat flexible. There is weird that they are able to some kind of sustain some injuries that to some guys we've seen it be like, devastating and for these guys it's like yeah it's a week or two type of situation and it'll be good enough for them to get back out there and play so I, I think I think Kyle Hamilton will be fine I don't I don't foresee this injury um impacting his ability to not only play in the game but also impacting his ability to be you know a true factor in the game um I, I don't think he'll be limited I don't I don't think it'll take away from any of his great skill set. So I think he'll be fine. He'll definitely be playing through some sort of discomfort or even pain if you want to go that far. But I I, I think he'll still be a, a, a big chess piece for them. Yeah, you just got to hope that, you know, if the Ravens advance the Super Bowl, he's able to play three more games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then he can rest for a whole offseason and make sure right. that he's ready for 2024. All right, next question. 
How concerned are you about the tackles holding up against elite pass rushes? Well, you all know that this has been my concern. One of the funny things, it's not funny, but one of the things that I think that makes Todd Munkin, like the wizardry of Todd Munkin, like phenomenal is the fact that for the last month, it feels like he's been rotating tackles. So we've seen Stanley and Moses start, but then eventually you'll see Pat McCarry out there and you'll see Fa'alele out there. And it feels like that's been a recipe that's been beneficial for the Ravens. Everybody knows that I was concerned about the pass rushers down the stretch. And that was something that I had, you know, discussed. But they had passed the test in the last few games after the bye. So, I mean, whatever they've done, it's worked. The interior line has always been, you know, did their part and held up. And the Cleveland game to me was the one that I was concerned about the most because you just really allowed Miles Garrett to do their thing. But it does feel like after that game, they started doing this rotation thing and, it, and it's been beneficial for them. So um, I'm still a little concerned, but you hope that the time off is helpful. And then you hope that the rotation, you know, I, if it's broke, don't fix it. If it's working, don't stop doing it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm curious to see what they decide to do going into the postseason, if they continue to do the rotation, and if they do, how much uh, they decide to do it. Um, you look at the AFC, I mean, teams, the Ravens obviously lead the league in sacks at 60, right behind them at 57, Kansas City. Um, so uh, George Karloftis has been really good this year. Uh, for the Chiefs. He's, he's actually had a pretty solid season for them. Uh, obviously, we know what Chris Jones can do in the middle. Uh, so that's probably a team you got to watch. The Dolphins are third in the league in sacks. Now, a lot of their sack leaders are no longer there. That's true. Uh, they, they are bringing in some veteran guys who um, I don't want to say they have fresh legs because guys like Houston played a lot this year. Um, but that you know, there there's a rejuvenation factor there with them joining a, a postseason roster and now playing uh in the playoffs. Uh fourth in the league in sacks is Buffalo. <laughs> so, you know, I, I I'm and then you got Cleveland at six. Um, and then down there, like around the 10 range, you got Pittsburgh. I just say all that to say that the AFC has teams that know how to get after the quarterback. Um, yep. So it is somewhat of a concern. It's not just the tackle or it's not just the edge rusher guys. You got to think of the stunts that are ran and the blitzes that come. Teams are just getting to the quarterback by committee these days. So um, I would say, yeah, it's something you're watching out for. But all in all, I, like you said, I, I like the way that they finished the season. I thought, you know, going to San Francisco kind of doing what they did against those pass rushers and uh, Lamar having the game that he had um, against the Dolphins and stuff like that and the Rams game. And st I, I, I like I, I like the momentum that they have going into the playoffs. Yeah, me too. And so you really hope that that, that will um, temper into, you know, what they've been able to do the, down the stretch against opponents that, you know, are all winning up uh, all guys except the Jags. Mm -hmm. That made the playoffs, yeah. quite frankly. So um, you you hope that that just continues the trend of them, just the way that they've held up these last few weeks. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus all right, next question. Would you rather play the Chiefs or the Dolphins in the next round? Um, this is interesting. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, you can't play the Chiefs. So I got, you know, because they're the three seed. All right, all right. So that's not going to happen. Um, so the question is would you rather play the Dolphins in the next round or Pittsburgh or Cleveland or Houston, I guess, in that regard? But um, in terms of like who I think is more of a threat to the Ravens between the Chiefs or the Dolphins, um, I'm I'm still gonna go with the Chiefs, dog. Like, I, I, listen, I know what the roster looks like for the Miami Dolphins, and I'm not even talking about the 56-19 win because it is very possible that Mostar comes back, it is very possible that Waddle comes back. But I'm with you in the sense that they've lost um a lot of guys on defense, and it just doesn't you know look good in that regard. I just can't take Patrick Mahomes out of any equation, any equation. And yes, I know he doesn't have pass catchers that are consistent. I'm very well aware. But I also have to respect the dude that's, what, a two-time MVP, a two-time Super Bowl MVP? Got to respect it. And and I I just, you know, at the end of the day, you just don't ever want to sell Patrick Mahomes short because two is a great player, but he – He's not Patrick Mahomes, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I probably would rather play the Dolphins again. Um, and, and be careful what you ask for. That's for very sure. true. I mean, because uh, both of these teams could could beat you. Um, the Dolphins, uh, the, it's very well possible they come into MNT pissed off after getting kicked around last time, possibly more healthier than they were last time. Um, and it could be a different story. Who knows? Who knows? This is the time of year where one and done. You don't. The best team doesn't always win. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what people forget about playoff football. Um, it's just about that given day. Is Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever. Um, but yeah, I can't overlook Patrick Mahomes. I, if you don't have to play him, you probably aren't going to want to play him. Um, it'd be great. You know, I don't think the Ravens are going to put an asterisk next to to this Super Bowl if they were to win it and didn't have to play the Chiefs in the postseason. I don't I don't think they'll lose any sleep about that. It's not going to make me think any less of their Super Bowl run if they went all the way and, and didn't have to play Kansas City. But very rarely does that end up being the case. You you, you just usually when you're when you end up winning it all, you usually have to go through those guys, those types right. of teams, uh, the Patriots of the world, the Chiefs now of the world. You usually got to get through those types of teams if you're going to get it. 
Um, but yeah, you you never feel great about having to play Patrick Mahomes in January. Never, ever, ever, ever. So there's that part of it. Uh, last one, what we got. Does the poor offensive play in the, excuse me, the poor defensive play in the fourth quarter concern you two at all? I think that they've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they've gotten better in the fourth quarter. I do understand the concern. Um, you know, again, the Cleveland game kind of stands itself out in that regard. But I also think that the offense in that game um, kind of put them in uncompromising positions. And um, I don't think that this is the 2022 season where it really became a thing. I do think that um, it's gotten better. I also understand that the Rams game, because the Rams were able to come go down, you know, the field after the Ravens had to go ahead, score and tie it. But uh, there was also, look, the the game just definitely changed when Kyle Hamilton just wasn't there. So um, I I have to take that into consideration. So I do understand the concern. Um, It's a concern. On a scale of one to 10, I'm about a three. I'm just fairly confident that this team is good enough to overcome its adversities more so now than they've been able to do in the past. And I think that they're a focused team and, you know, they know what needs to be done and they just can't make similar mistakes again. Yeah. To be honest, I don't, I don't want to say I don't have any type of concern because the Ravens have shown you in the past that they, they do struggle at times to close teams out. It's been a while. It's been a while since they, you know, kind of scared us like that. The Rams game, you know, yeah, that's probably the last time I could go back to and say that the defense had a little bit of a letdown in the fourth quarter. I just don't even know if I count that as a letdown, though, because they were going up against a really good team. And at times that's what's going to happen. I mean, how many times have we seen in the Mm -hmm. AFC championship game with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? going back and forth and it comes down to whoever has the ball last. Like sometimes that's the way that the game goes. Um, But all in all, it's truly been a while since the Ravens defense. If you, if you want to just limit it to defense, it's been a while since defensively they've kind of shut down in the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm not really putting a lot of stock into that Steelers game in week 18. Um, really no starters were in there by the time. I mean, Patrick Queen was reluctantly in the game at that point, and that's only due to an injury uh, that brought him back out there. But I, I, I don't put a lot of stock into that Steelers game. Before that, if you want to say the Rams won, so be it. But for me, that's one of those games where you, you, you're you going to have to earn it. It's a good team, a good offense. You're go- it's not like they let the Cardinals come and beat up on them in the fourth quarter and and make it make it a game. That'd be a different situation. Puka Nakua made some crazy catches in that fourth quarter. Yeah, I thought Stafford made some great throws. Cooper Cup was great. So um, those things just happen. But honestly, I think that this defense and this team is so locked in right now, and they need to probably Lamar needs to coin that that phrase because it's it's kind of what everybody knows him for right now is just being locked in. But locked uh, in. We need a shirt locked in. He really does. He he does need a shirt to say that. I'm surprised he hasn't jumped on that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think the defense is 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 fine right now. I'd, I'd be surprised if they have another fourth quarter meltdown at this point. 